So maybe we should start like just presenting ourselves briefly, saying who Slimo consists of. We're a band of four people, Mia Milovic. And I play keyboard and guitar and sing. And my name is Simin Stine Ramzan Ali, and I am a drummer in Slimo, and I sing, and sometimes I play the flute. And then we have Lena. My name is Lena Milovic, and I play the guitar in Slimo and sing and play the marimba. And then we have Jolana. My name is Jolana Cecilia Lauerberg, Mohapelwa, and I usually play bass and I sing too, and also play trumpet. You play the flute, you play the trumpet, you play a saxophone. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Now we all introduced ourselves, and nobody writes the music, apparently. <laughs> we just play it. Maybe the audience will think that we are a Metallica cover band. <laughs> we would like to be. <laughs> Slimo was a merge of two different projects. Lena and I were playing. We had a duo called Milo, which is our last name, and not Witch, but Witch. Actually, a bad, bad name. And we played as a duo and did a lot of weird experimental stuff. Very punk. Very punk, yeah. I played a drum machine with my hand, and, and Lena played like this one drum, also just hitting it very hard. But then... But then me, Simeon, I am also a visual artist and I work also with performance art. So at the time when we got together, I was mostly working with sculpture and performance and I made some pretty punk sculptures actually yeah, and yeah. we've been friends for many years but then I wanted to kind of expand the project with some music so I invited Lena and Mia to make a project together where I was sculpting some sculptures that I thought kind of fitted into their universe as well and some of them were actually also instruments so that's how it started. We had a first gig on my school, the Art Academy, and we thought of it as a one-time thing, but it turned out really great and we had a lot of fun. Yeah. But the instrumentation was very shabby in a way, or like, yeah, very punk. I was playing mainly the tambourine and hitting some like ceramic sculpture. Mia was playing keys and Lena was playing the guitar. It was just what we had close to us. Then we changed the name into... Uh, Slimo Witch, because I wanted my name also somehow <laughs> represented in the name. <laughs> so it's not that deep, actually. <laughs> no. Then we moved on, and I had actually left the drums behind for five years. I played for many years, but I had a 
complicated relationship with the drums. But when we started playing again, I took up the drums again, and then our constellation become more like a band band. We did everything at once, and we have actually since been doing that, playing gigs and evolving with the gigs. We also spend a lot of time in our rehearsal space. And I really like that we work so intuitively, very from the gut feeling, like something feels right, then we just go for it. That's also how with Joalane, who was also a dear friend before. You see me and ask me if I wanted to play with you in your band and just do an improv. And at that time you were rehearsing on Saturdays before noon. I was playing with my eyes closed and then I had this feeling of like four forms. It, it felt like a house but there were no walls and they were just like moving and vibrating. And then I opened my eyes and we finished the song and then I'm telling you, then we start laughing and then like, oh, it's us, it's the four of us. That was just really special to me. Something I haven't tried before because it was first time speaking to you, Lena, and I had like met you twice, Mia, mm-hmm. and I had never played with you, Simin, and because I felt like I didn't know how to play and now I was playing a completely new instrument and to feel safe enough to get carried away and to not be self-conscious, I was clueless about what I was playing and it was just like a finding out but whilst doing it. It was love at first sight. (laughs) (laughs) Because ever since you blew in that room, (laughs) you were a part of the thing. (laughs) And I mentioned that picture, and then you were like, yeah, I had the exact same feeling. Okay, so who are we? Like, we don't know each other, but seems like we do. It feels like somehow carrying each other and an act of love. It's very difficult. I think many, many people have tried to describe what happens when you play music and it just, it's very special. Music is one of those like very sacred spaces where you can get that experience with other people because you're listening meanwhile you're doing, so you're not just like receiving. It's so active. It's communication on a very high level. Like we sing together, that's very important in Slimo. And that gives a lot to us and also to our audience, I think. Together with drums and bass and guitar. Somebody told Jolana once that Slimo was music for the whole person. I don't know how to translate it, (laughs) but maybe it is because a lot of stuff is happening in our music as well. I think for me, a band means a great bass. And since we're friends, it also means expanded family somehow because you get so close to each other. It's, it's just a way to grow with other people musically. This is one of Slimo's older songs with inspiration from this Balkan tune that me and Lena's grandfather used to sing to us when we were in Montenegro when we were small. I remember that we were like, okay, let's try actually doing a writing exercise. So first we sang the melody without words a few times and then we sat down, like very office vibes, put a timer on 10 minutes and then we just wrote. That's actually many years ago now, maybe five years ago. 
we adjusted it, but we ended up picking the lyrics that I wrote, and I was very sorrowful that day. So there was like a how do you say like there was hooligan yeah. <laughs> to something. And it's still a fragile song, and I think I have accepted at least now that that's a part of it. Yeah. A part of it, yeah. Thinking what we in Slimo have in common and what kind of things I know I can talk to you about that you can relate to in some kind of way. And then I was thinking a lot about this, that we have family abroad, all of us, and that part of us for the way I look at it, for longing to something. Even though we don't talk so much about it, I can feel it in the way we create together. For me, I see like a kinship in different things that we all carry with us, even though we're very different people and have had very different lives. Then we have all a sense of displacement. We're all very sensitive beings and it comes out in different ways. And we all grew up in Jutland. (laughs) (laughs) So we all have this kind of earthy vibe all of us somehow where we can be like have super dirty mouths all of us <laughs> because it's so funny the combination like with Montenegro Iran Lesotho and Jutland connecting the dots geographically it's just like such a funny shape I think The lines that we can draw between the places we come from and all the sounds coming from us meeting. In the beginning when we played, I and Lena worked with a lot of old Balkan melodies because our father is from Montenegro. So Lena was also talking about this longing, belonging, longing. And... I think Simin talked about displacement. This is a thing that we all share. All of us have brought in some either like songs or harmonies or melodies or something we grew up with. And I think like making music also connects you to maybe your other home or what do you want to call it that is melancholic when it doesn't take place in that place. So it's also a way for us to get closer to that through the music a way to understand it ourselves and yeah and then we get closer to each other as well something like this feeling i think it's completely impossible to explain to a person but through music it works
I'm the most recent member of the band. And the first, like, I heard about how a slimo rehearsal was, was you, Simon, explaining the dynamic. There were some vibes that were, like, hmm, conflicting. And you said that you felt like you were Lars Ulrich from Metallica. And that was, like, the first clue <laughs> I got. <laughs> and you were like, oh, next time I have to be less Lars. That's a lot of Metallica jokes. Yeah, we joke a lot about it. <laughs> Maybe also like an interest in what masculinity is somehow. And that is not a locked thing. It's not something that belongs to someone. I think it's impossible to be a musician who hasn't grown up as a man, not to be faced with this in your practice. It's something we do talk about, but I think it's also something that it's not something we have made a decision about keeping in the practice space, but I think it's mostly in the practice space that we talk about it. That's also for me why Metallica and Red Hot Chili Peppers and Pearl Jam and so on has been interesting because we were not a part of it, not allowed in some sort of way, but it was attracting. We are not playing like that now. We can't do that and we don't want to do that. I remember Mia having some text bits and then she constructed herself like this very amazing piano sound that it became very like for me a very specific vibe. It's dark and it's like a bit fairy tale-ish and very uplifting too. And it was during COVID where we had these weekly rehearsals. Also, I had just given birth. So we rehearsed every Saturday morning. And it was actually very productive. Yeah, something happened after Mia gave birth because we had to focus a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like Mia's partner was outside in the cold with the baby and waiting for us to finish and like taking like strolls around the block. So uh, yeah, yeah, we really had to focus. <laughs> and that was very good for us. Yeah, it was good. kind of very fast had the speed. Yeah, I had a fixation with this band called P.O.D., which is a new metal band. So I was kind of trying to find the drum beat and sound that was very inspired by them. I think it's something with the tempo, also the groove in this song, and we all play the same, more or less, me, Lena and Jolana. 
And it's just like a really good tempo, a really nice way to lay with the music. And the text is really uh, dramatic, but also very beautiful. I always feel it, even though I haven't really figured out what it means. That's the beauty of it. It has that space in it that it can mean something different to each of us within the same core. Hopefully also for the listener, that there's some space for the listener to associate. And I think our process is also a lot about trust in that way that it's often a person who brings something and then we're like, kind of okay, let's start making that into a song. And it's also very often very generous person tells about, oh, I've been thinking about this and that. But then we also have our own history with the lyrics or like our own story. Of course, it's like a Shakespeare quote. Yeah, Mia was reading a lot of Shakespeare <laughs> when we wrote this. In 2016, I had this riff in my head and I had the lyrics in my head. That was before we started playing together. And I just really wanted a band and I really wanted a doom band. But that didn't really happen. You know, sometimes you just have an idea and then you just kind of store it. And then um, at some point it came up again. Maybe both me and Lena had a bit insomnia at some point. (laughs) And then we kind of took it up again. I think it's again like a bit prankster song because it starts with these flutes and then we're like sitting there and then we have this very like, it's almost like a trope, both the riff but also the drum fill. That's just a trope. It's everywhere, this drum fill. Like, da, da, do, 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 do. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) I mean, there's a reason why things are cliches. It's because it works. Yeah. And I think we're not afraid of that. Definitely not. And I I love that. bass and 
a very like dominant riff, but also like different whiffs emerging out of that. And drums, I think they're insisting, but they're also tired because the groove and the time in the song is also very laid back somehow. More than sleeping physically, you can also think about it in a broader way of like not being able to sleep on something, that there's some things that you can't unsee, some things going on that makes it impossible for you to like be passive. Probably everybody has experienced insomnia in one way or another, and it is very awful not to be able to rest. And musically, I think we brought in the flutes, and they are the ones adding some kind of melancholia. It's the harmonies, it's also just like the sound of it. So they are kind of resting with these long notes, but in a fake way, I don't know. Yeah, they may be saying like, oh, you can lay here and rest, but then you can't actually, because yeah. <laughs> the rest is so loud. This is a very powerful song to play. Me and Lena and Jolanda, we all play the same riff, but at one point, me and Lena's riff changes. So something like and I just really love playing that. <laughs> it's so powerful. tease each other a lot while playing. Yeah, Lena sometimes because we are siblings, so sometimes when we play live, says something like, Mia, it's not that song, or no, what are you doing? It's not that pedal, or something. <laughs> because that's just encoded in her, because I'm a big sister. Yes, great <laughs> sibling dynamic yeah. comes out sometimes. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, and sorry. that's funny in itself, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I prank, I prank a lot on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> it's also like there's a lot of humor and a lot of our songs are also based on this, what can you call it, these very simple riffs trying to be a rock band. And then it sounds a little twisted because we are not only a rock band and we know that but it's also very empowering to play so i think there's a lot of humor in that yeah and i also really like when i play the drums live to push the tempo a little bit i really like when it's just about to fall apart but then we can collect it again you know and we look at each other and we open our eyes like Okay, now we're back. <laughs> so you can feel that we are in it together at that point when we stand on the stage. And I think we also use humor and like smiles, kind of like a rescue. So <laughs> well, like, <laughs> fuck! <laughs>
we definitely work with space, space for each other, creating space for all of us in our rehearsal space and in our music. And not the opposite, like defining, saying what it is. We rather say that there's room for whatever comes. Yeah, maybe we're not so interested in what a rock star is or what a musician is. <laughs> But we joke with it. We, we joke, joke with, with it a lot. <laughs> And I mean, also, there's been a general feeling that we're all interested in becoming better instrumentalists. And even though, like, in the beginning, we can't really play the song that we want to, like, the beat is too fast or I can't play the chords, we insist on doing it anyway. had this uh, epiphany where I was like we're playing math rock <laughs> you know <laughs> and then because it feels easy sometimes I don't think of us as being hardworking, mm. but we are actually very hardworking yeah. and very perfectionist in the sometimes sloppiness it's thought through and practiced through and looking back and listening back to the very beginning of Slimo I'm just very interested in on how we sound in five years from now. Because, whoa, what a journey a lot of <laughs> happened. <laughs> I want to hear that. Yeah, in the beginning we were not interested in the instruments at all. <laughs> no. Just like, not interested. Just interested in like hitting them. Yeah. <laughs> the other day when we rehearsed, mm. we rehearsed some old tunes and... They just sounded so good. <laughs> I was like, well, what the fuck? We can play like this rock band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but we are rock band. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs>